Welcome to Healthy Spine, Happy Life with your host, Dr. Kay Fontana. Over the next hour, Dr. Kay and her guests will provide you with the keys to freedom from back pain without medication or surgery. Now, here is Dr. Kay. Welcome to Healthy Spine, Happy Life. I am Dr. Kay Fontana, the Healthy Spine Coach. And joining me here today is Lisa Cizak. Lisa began her career as a fitness trainer at the age of 45 after losing 80 pounds. Then expanding her enormous success, she introduced a new platform in mind, body, and soul fitness. She combines elements of inspiration, nutrition, education, and personal training with her degree in psychology, experience as an addiction counselor, and expertise in inner child and healing work to transform the lives of women of all ages. Her online signature healing program, Worthy Woman, is a stepping stone to her higher frequency online six-month group guidance experience called Babes. A highly sought-after personal trainer, weight loss coach, professional motivator, women's empowerment healer, and motivational speaker, Lisa has transformed her own life along with the lives of hundreds of women. Welcome, Lisa. Thank you so much, Kay, for having me. I'm very excited to be here today. Oh, I am so excited for you to be on my show. You have such an incredible story to tell our listeners. And first, I want to start off by talking about your book. So Mm -hmm. your memoir, Portal Tears, Drowning the Demons Beneath the Fat to Keep the Weight from Coming Back, was a number one bestseller in chronic pain. So what kind of pain were you in and why did you write it and who was it for? So I was in immense pain from being 80 pounds overweight. I was given an early death sentence by my doctor. He told me that if I didn't lose 80 pounds, that I was going to die an early death. And you'll like this part. He sent me off with several different prescriptions Mm-hmm. And just told me to have a nice day. Oh, that wow. was it. Right. No guidance on. I knew like I have a mirror. I owned a mirror. I knew I needed to lose weight. Right. My clothes weren't fitting. I felt horrible. I was in immense pain, like joint pain, knee pain, back pain, every kind of pain imaginable. And I never knew what was wrong with me, though. I kept going back to the doctor and saying like I would be crying. I'd be in the, I'd be in the emergency room or urgent care just in this like just pain all over and they would just look at me i don't know i don't know like they didn't know what was wrong and it just infuriated me that he just sent me on my way because i had high blood pressure i was pre-diabetic my triglycerides were over 700 it was crazy right and my best friend the one that i told you about she's a pilates instructor She's also a personal trainer and she tried training me, but I just, you know, steamrolled right over her. <laughs> I said, okay, I'll do oh this. But then afterwards I was a sugar addict too, right? I was addicted to sugar, mm-hmm. carbs. And I wrote this book because there are so many women out there like me that have been given an early death sentence, right? Who have all this extra weight on their body And their doctors are just handing them prescriptions and saying, have a nice day with no guidance whatsoever, right? What I needed, I needed you, 
<laughs> I needed you to come to you so you could help me. I didn't know anything about the coaching world back then, had no clue. And so that's who I wrote it for, for women, because underneath all that pain, there's a lot of demons that live underneath that fat, emotional demons, right? Right. And you can lose the weight, but it keeps coming back if you don't deal with the actual issues that are happening for me and for the women that I work with, the extra weight to the extra fat is a symptom. It's a reflection of my emotional and spiritual health. That's still true to this day. If I am gaining weight, I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, what's going on in my life? It's a red Mm -hmm. flag that I'm not dealing with emotional turmoil, you know, things that are going on inside of me. Maybe I'm not speaking out for myself. Maybe I'm not you know, I'm allowing people to expand my boundaries, cross my boundaries. I'm not being true to who I really am. So there's so much underneath that. And that's what the book is. The book is giant. It's like almost 400 pages (laughs) because I went through a lot during while I lost 80 pounds. I lost it with a trainer we only focused on the outside, right? right? I didn't focus on the inside and the mm-hmm. weight came back. It came creeping back. And I was like, so mad at myself that I lost all that weight. And then it came back. Mm-hmm. And that's when my healing journey really started because I had to look inward, like what is really going on inside of me that I'm not, that this weight keeps coming back. And that's what I now help women with. That's awesome. And so you've pretty much figured out that there's in your book, you mentioned that there's no difference between physical pain and emotional pain. No. So that, so on my, I pretty much feel like I got a PhD in emotional health. (laughs) Like I just looked up because I was desperate. Right. And there's pain receptors in the brain And the brain cannot distinguish between physical pain and emotional pain. Mm -hmm. And this came about when I was researching emotional abuse, right? I was working with clients and I myself had experienced emotional abuse. I didn't know it during the time that I, when you're being abused, you don't know it when you're in it. You don't know Mm -hmm. it until you hear yourself talk about it afterwards. Right. And in my research, I found that the brain cannot distinguish the difference between emotional pain and physical pain. And that's why emotions hurt, right? If, right? That's why we numb out. That's why we don't want to feel it because it's painful. Our brain is like, whoa, pain, pain, make it go away. Do whatever right. you have to do. Eat tons right. of sugar, binge mm-hmm. watch Netflix, <laughs> right? Right. Do whatever you have to do, go to the doctor and get his, you know, pain pills, do whatever, you know, get anxiety pills, antidepressants, whatever you need to do. And that was fascinating. That was like eye-opening for me when I realized that, because I couldn't figure out why, how come when I'm in, in emotional, it hurts, right? right. It was right. so painful. I'm like, what is, I thought something was wrong with me. And I went to the doctors, they had no They just kind of brushed me off or they would give me, they gave me Prozac. Actually, one doctor said, you just need Prozac. That's Mm -hmm. what's wrong with you're just depressed. You're not in pain. I was like, "Uh, my body's telling me otherwise. (laughs) It's like, oh, well, depression causes pain. You need antidepressants. And that's when I, like I said, I found out that was eye-opening really. 
isn't that amazing how um, we can go to the doctor for just about anything, but whatever it is, it's that there's always a pain pill. There's always a pill, not, not necessarily a pain <laughs> pill, but there's always a pill to, to handle it. And my reaction is no, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go that direction because there's something the body, the body is able to heal itself, but we have to know, mm -hmm. we have to know what's going on, what's going on in there first yeah. before we heal it. So yeah. that's fascinating. Yeah. I, I was listening to an episode that you were doing and you were talking about how it's a band-aid when you, when you take pills for it, mm -hmm. you're just addressing the symptoms, not the underlying cause that really resonated with me. Kay. Oh, I still have chills yeah. just saying that. Cause <laughs> that's, that's everything right there. It you're putting is. a band-aid on a gaping wound. Is what exactly. you're doing. And eventually it's going to leak out and you're going to have to put another band-aid on it because it's going <laughs> to get old and old and nasty and it's not going to work. <laughs> So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that really re that episode was great that you did because oh, I don't feel you. like enough people talk about that. You know, especially with your medical background. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why I love you because you came <laughs> from the medical background and you sort of you know transferred over. <laughs> right, exactly. So you, but you have knowledge in both areas, and that's so valuable because of that. Like, if you get to the root of the problem, then things start to really change. Exactly. Exactly. And that's where it all starts is getting to the root instead of mm -hmm. going from the outside in, we're going from the inside out and finding oh, out what yes. is, what's going on in there. Yes. So. Oh, you're totally speaking my language. <laughs> inside out. Is, that's, that's exactly right. Right. And that's with like weight, right? Same thing. Like I was, I lost 80 pounds. It's not easy. It took me two years to lose 80 pounds. But that's amazing. It was amazing, awesome. but like I said, it didn't last because it was, it was outside. That's it. Mm -hmm. There was no inside. There was no internal right. work going on whatsoever. Exactly. <laughs> well, I want to ask you your book, your, the title of your book is real unusual. So what are portal tears and what do they have to do with pain? So portal tears, that's a word that I came up with. Actually, when I work with women, I don't know what it is for some reason, I facilitate tears in sessions. I don't know. Okay. You might start crying mm -hmm. in the session. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is. It was not just, it's not just even clients. It's just, I just meet people and uh -huh. I start talking or they start talking. Suddenly they're crying. And my one client, I said to her, cause she said, what's wrong with me? Why do I keep crying? And I said, those are portal tears. Portal tears transport you from one place to another place and you cannot see the other side until you step through just like a waterfall oh wow right and so it just it just kind of became this thing that i just was saying with my clients all the time every time they'd start crying because a lot of times when i'd say most of the time when women start crying i know i do this myself i'm sorry i'm sorry they start apologizing right, right. we do that as women mm -hmm. and i would say nope no apologizing for those tears. Those are portal tears. They're necessary. They're crucial for your healing and they hurt. It hurts to transform. It hurts to heal, mm -hmm. but you're already hurting. You're already in pain. So let's choose the hurt that's going to lead to healing. So wow. that's where that came from. 
That is amazing. I love that. Going from one place to another and mm-hmm. like going through a waterfall. That is amazing. I love that. Well, thank you. Yeah, we, a- when I was when I was writing the book, I was like, oh, what's the title going to be? What's the title going to be? And then my book coach, because of course I hired a coach to help me. She said, it's got to be portal tears. Like you say it so many times in the book. So yeah. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> now, <laughs> now you are a coach. So what kind of a coach are you and who do you work with specifically? What do they struggle with and what kind of pain are the women that you work with? So the women I work with have been in the crippling cycle of gaining weight and losing themselves for years. Mm. A lot of times it's most of their life and all of them across the board experience physical pain along with that. Mm -hmm. And I say, ring the bell for weight loss, right? I'm a women's weight loss coach. Mm -hmm. That's how I get them into my arena. However, I know that, and maybe sometimes they do know, and sometimes they don't know that there's a lot more going on than simply losing weight or gaining weight. Right. And that their pain is coming from a much deeper place and that the weight on their body, again, is just a symptom of their actual emotional health, their spiritual health, and then their physical health starts to decline also. And they have been to, they have been to therapists, counselors, psychiatrists, psychologists, weight loss doctors. Some of them have done, you know, gastric bypass and Mm -hmm. they're on tons of medication when they come to me. Right. Mm -hmm. And I say, they look at me like I'm crazy. I said, we're going to get you off all that medication, just like I did for myself. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be overnight. Right. We're going to get you off all of that though. And we're going to find your, because it's like they're hiding underneath all that fat. Who they really are is hidden underneath all that extra weight on their body. Mm -hmm. And we find out what we really do is we find out what's weighing them down much more than the extra weight on their body. That's really what we do. Yes. You know, that's, I love what you said about gaining weight, but losing themselves while losing Mm -hmm. themselves. Um, that is so profound. And, um, you know, I want to ask about your coaching platform. What is different from what, what do you do that's different from most other health, fitness and weight loss um, platforms before we go to break? Okay. I focus on the emotional aspects because they know what to do. These women know right? They know there's tons of free information out there about how to lose weight, diets, workouts. And even though I'm a personal trainer and I can help them and I do help them with all of that, I focus more on the emotional aspects. We do a lot of healing techniques. We do some inner child healing. We, I address addiction too, right? Food mm-hmm. is an addiction. And it's a, one of the, when I was an addictions counselor, we realized that food is the hardest addiction to get past because it's socially acceptable, right? People laugh about it. Oh, I ate a whole bag of, you know, Oreos last night. Right. They laugh about it. I worked with heroin addicts and you can't just shoot up heroin anywhere. Right. Right. So in many ways, food addiction, sugar addiction is even harder to get past than heroin addiction. Wow. That's, yeah, that's amazing. You know, and it's funny because I, 
used to work with um, in grief counseling. And, mm. you know, um, we talk about how in grief, you know, when you go like funerals, when you go to a funeral, what is there? There's food, you know, because mm-hmm. food is socially known as healing, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so when people are grieving, they get food. When people die, they get food. When people are, um, you know, in a stressful situation, they get food and it's here, have, have this, it'll make you feel better. Have a cookie. It'll make you feel better. So, so and so it is, it's like socially acceptable. So Mm -hmm. it is, um, so we're kind of trained to, to deal with it that way, that everything Mm -hmm. that, that food is all around us and we use it to, to numb our feelings and, and, you know, to, you know, to get through grief. And so that, you know, that is so profound what you're saying. I, I love that. And when we come back from break, we're going to go more into your healing techniques. And I'm so excited <laughs> to uh, dig in deeper. So stay tuned when we come back with Lisa Cizak. Great. I can't wait. Thank you, Kay. <laughs> Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcasts. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to Healthy Spine, Happy Life. If you have questions for Dr. K or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now, back to the show with Kay. 
Welcome back to Healthy Spine, Happy Life. I'm Dr. Kay Fontana, the Healthy Spine Coach. And we're here with Lisa Cizak. And she is talking about her coaching program. And so, Lisa, tell us, what kind of healing techniques do you use with women that you work with? Well, I use a variety of techniques. The most powerful one, though, that... I got certified in last year is called the peace process and Christian Michelson. I'm going to give him credit. He's the one that developed this. I find this is the quickest and easiest way to help anyone that is in any kind of emotional pain or even physical pain. The physical pain might take a little bit longer, but the emotional pain is much quicker. And it's something that I teach the women that I work with so that they can do it on their own because we're together for six months. I require a six month commitment Mm -hmm. because as you know, as a coach, right, you need time to practice all the tools that you are teaching clients. They need time to practice that. And in our time together, I tell them, I want you to welcome as many triggers as possible so that while you're with me, we can work through those and look at it as a chance to practice all the tools that I'm teaching you. So yeah, the peace process is the one that I find just is the most effective for the women that I work with. And how long does it take for you to teach it to them? Oh, it's very quick. If you want, I can give you a little example right now. Absolutely. I'd love that. Okay. Okay, so let's make it real, okay? <laughs> I've been worried <laughs> I was going to do this. But okay, so I want you to think about just this is using your thinking brain, okay? Okay. So is there anything that's going on in your life right now that you're having any angst about or just emotions about? When I say that, what comes up for you? What comes up for me is um, I would say my husband's health issues. Okay. So what I want you to do is close your eyes and think about your husband's health issues, right? Using your thinking brain right now. Mm -hmm. And as you're thinking about your husband's health issues, where do you feel that in your body? Do you feel it in your body anywhere? Mm. I'd say in my stomach. Okay. So now what I want you to do is keep your eyes closed. Mm-hmm. I can't see you to know if your eyes are really closed. They're closed. <laughs> okay. So you're closing your eyes because you want all of the energy to flow to that sensation that's in your stomach. Put your hand on your stomach where you feel the physical sensation the most, and you don't need to name it. We don't need to analyze it. We don't need to, you know, do anything except just feel the sensation in your stomach. And if you had to describe this sensation in your stomach, how would you describe the physical sensation that you're feeling? Anxious. If you had to describe it physically, though, does it feel physically? like tightness? Yeah. Um, it feels, um, I don't know how to describe it. I would say, yeah, tightness. 
tightness. Okay. Tightness. And so on a scale of zero to 10, how intense is this feeling of tightness in your stomach? Probably a five. Okay. So now I just want you to simply keep your eyes closed, keep your hand on your stomach, and you're just going to allow this feeling to be right. A lot of times when we have feelings of anxiety or just physical sensations in our body that don't feel so good, we resist it. We're like, ah, go away, go away. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like we get more tense. And instead I want you to simply accept the feeling and send love to that feeling, that physical sensation that you're feeling. So you're getting out of your mind, you're getting out of the story in your head Mm -hmm. and you are honoring this physical sensation in your body. Now you might not love the way it feels necessarily, right? But you can send it love. It's no different from You know, if you have a baby that's crying, you might not love the sound of the crying, right? But you can send love to that baby. You're rocking that baby. You're loving that baby exactly the way it is right there, right then, right? Yeah. So just keep sending it love. And if you're having trouble, do you need some guidance in sending it love? Nope. I got it. Okay. And you're not, this is the key. You are not making this feeling go away. You're not, Mm -hmm. the goal of this is to not make that sensation go away in your stomach. Uh The goal is to sit with it, accept it and send it love. That's it. Because many times when we're in these situations, especially if you're in pain, right? Right. Any kind of pain, you just want it to go away. It's like, go away, go away. That's why you know, we go to a million different doctors and take a million different pills and because we just want it to go away. But actually, this is representing a part of you that is craving love and attention. Maybe it came from childhood. We don't know. It's okay. We don't need to figure all that out. That's something that I would go in deeper with, though, in, you know, the six months, not to go back and analyze everything in your childhood, but maybe the first time you ever felt this ang- this feeling, this anxiety feeling in your stomach, if you can go back and pinpoint in childhood when you first felt it, and you're not analyzing it, you're not going back and blaming anybody, right? But there's a little girl inside of you, little K is mm-hmm. in there. <laughs> and right, the little person inside of us sometimes didn't get needs met back then. And so we're reacting as though we're still that age Wow! as an adult. And it shows up as these physical symptoms and it gets triggered by, in your case, it's taking care of your husband, right? Your husband's health. Right. And so we're just, by just honoring that feeling and sending love to it and accepting it. And you tell that feeling, you can stay, tell that tightness, you can stay as long as you want. You can expand, you can contract, you can move, you can do whatever you want to do. You're telling your body that it's safe to feel whatever it needs to feel. And so I want to ask you now, Kay, I know normally I wouldn't do this much talking in a session like this, but since, you know, we are demonstrating right now, I'm Mm -hmm. doing more talking than I would normally do and explaining. So on a scale of zero to 10, how intense is that feeling now? 
It's like a two. Mm-hmm. I just feel so much more relaxed. And what I was doing was I was rubbing my stomach and just mm-hmm. sending it love, yep. sending it love. And it just, and, and I just felt so relaxed after mm-hmm. doing that, just sending it love, sending it love, sending it love. And I just felt so much more relaxed than I did before we started. And I, maybe it's even a one. I'm not even sure if mm-hmm. I feel it right now, but yeah, you it, see how fat it's crazy. How fat now I don't tell women notice. I, I did tell you because we're on this interview, but if I was mm-hmm. in an actual coaching session with you, I would not be, I would not say, Oh, it's really quick. Cause I don't want to put pressure on the woman. Right. Uh-huh, right. Because sometimes it's not, sometimes it is quick. Sometimes it's not so quick. Mm-hmm. Right. Sometimes we have to do it a few times. I don't know. That's not up to me. The timeline, all that's not up to me. That's up to a higher power than me. I can't, I can't control that part. Right. of it. Exactly. <laughs> but the thing now, what we would do is we would test it. What I mean by that is have you think about that same situation with your husband's health and see if you feel anything in your body. Not really. I barely, I barely feel it. Yeah. So if you, if you felt it again, sometimes when I ask that question, it gets worse, right? Really? Or it moves all of a sudden it's like a lump in their throat or Uh they feel it in their head. And other times it's no, you know, it's okay. Like nothing's there, but we want to test it because we want to make sure that it's healed. And you, and it's not something that's why people stay with me for six months, because it's not something that's familiar to your brain yet. Right. I work a lot on women in that I work with have unhealthy habits that are familiar to their brain, right? Mm-hmm. Our brains love familiarity, right? It's comfort, just like the comfort food you were talking uh-huh. about. Exactly. And so I try to rewire their brain to a new familiar, which takes time, yes. right? Sometimes they get a little frustrated. They're like, I did it once. I should be healed. I'm like, no, because your brain is going to keep kind of pulling you back to your old familiar until this becomes your new familiar. And it's just practicing is all like, it's not about passing or failing. It's practicing. That's how I frame it for them. So that they don't, when they leave me, right. Cause it's an hour session, who knows they might, you know, get, you might actually leave this session and it comes up again. Right. Mm -hmm. And so you just hold your, you know, wherever you feel it, put your hand on Mm -hmm. it and send it love. And you can do it. The thing I love about it is you can do this like as you're talking to someone, right? Right. Like like in this interview, <laughs> say I say something that triggers you in this interview and you have this weird twinge or pain, uh-huh. you just put, you don't have to announce it, right? You just put your hand wherever you feel it. You keep talking to whoever you're talking to and you just keep sending yourself love. So you can do it in the moment as stuff is happening so that you don't get derailed or you don't after the fact, all of a sudden, you know, break down. Like what, what happened What happened to me just now? Cause you know, when we, well, you know, this, when you ignore your emotions, right. It comes out as physical symptoms many times. Exactly. exactly. You know, like, like you and I, we were supposed to have a chat when our first chat we were supposed to have. Remember I got a <laughs> <Yes>. UTI. <laughs> I got a UTI and I'm not shocked because UTIs are about like, 
you know, unresolved anger issues. And I was mm-hmm. having, and was having anger issues that I was sweeping under the rug. Oh, oh wow. Raging UTI. Well, isn't yes. that shocking? <laughs> isn't it amazing how things manifest in our bodies that are related to our emotions? I, that mm-hmm. is such an amazing, it's an amazing science, you know, that we can manifest just about in, well, even cancer, you know, mm-hmm. cancer, allergies, um, heart disease, uh, diabetes, any, any disease that you can think of is a manifestation of our emotions. It's so and, true. And it's just fascinating how, you know, we go to the doctor to get medication for these diseases, but no one ever I've never had a doctor say, so how are you feeling about that? Or <laughs> so what happened in your childhood that is, is manifesting this pain or this ailment? Uh, they don't mm-hmm. go there. They don't go there at all. But, you know, instead of, um, you know, dishing out all these prescription medications to heal this and that and that, let's look at the core. Let's look at the root of all of it. Right. To actually ask, yeah. To ask a patient that comes in, how are you doing? Not not Mm -hmm. physically even, right? Like emotionally, how, what is your emotional health? Like what's going, like I said, what's going on in your life? And I actually had a doctor here. I was shocked, a new doctor that I went to see and I was going in for some, of course, some like physical symptoms. Right. And then he looked at me and he said, how are you doing emotionally? What's going on in your life? And I just burst into tears. No, I'm not kidding you. He's like, he's amazing. Dr. Robert Jans. You should have him on your show. He'd be great on your show, actually. Oh, I love that. (laughs) And I just burst into tears. And I said, my mom died a year ago. And he said he had a feeling. He just had that instinct that something else was going on because I was healthy. Like all my tests came back normal and healthy. And I, you know, but I said, but I still have this and that. And that's when he asked me that. And the tears just like came flooding. It was crazy. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. See, in functional medicine, they cover those things. You know, they, they look at the whole picture, the whole body. They look Mm -hmm. at, you know, head to toe past, present, future, you know, they look at everything. So I'm, is he a functional nutrition doctor or? No, he's, he's like an old school country doctor is what I would call really? him. Really? But he's old school like that. He really, like he'll go, he'll make house calls to pe- people who can't get out of the house for whatever reason. Oh, he's wow. just like that. We just found a gem in him and he just knew, he told me that he started doing that when one of his patients came in and she was just having all these weird symptoms that he couldn't figure out. Right. And then she passed away and at her funeral, someone got up and was talking about how her son had died when he was a teenager. And he never knew that her son had passed away when he was a teenager. Oh my goodness. And he, yeah. And he said, he knows now that all of those weird symptoms that he could never figure out with her, and the pain she was in was actually from the death of her son. Oh my gosh. So from that point on, he decided he's going to inquire. He's going to ask, you know, he's going to probe deeper emotionally about what's going, what's really going on in his patients' lives. Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. 
Well, you know, you mentioned um, triggers and um, I believe in your book, you said that triggers are gifts before we go to break. Mm -hmm. I want, how do you know um, that you're being triggered and how are these triggers gifts for someone? So I say triggers are gifts, not wrapped up in shiny packages with pretty bows on top, Mm -hmm. but they're gifts because they're clues as where you still need healing. And you know you're triggered because you have a visceral reaction in your body. Visceral is just, you know, a fancy word for your body freaks out. You might start shaking. Your head might feel like it's going to explode. Your heart Mm -hmm. might be racing. You get a lump in your throat. You get weird, like butterflies, right? You get that like gut reaction. That's how you know that you're being triggered. Your body will always tell you. I say your mind sits on a throne of lies, right? You might be saying, I'm Mm -hmm. fine, I'm fine. But your body will never lie to you. If your body is having a reaction, that's it. You got to pay attention and say, okay, what is going on here? And then figure out where is this trigger coming from? Because triggers are not about the other person, right? They're about us. Mm -hmm. Now that's not to say the person that's, you know, saying something to you is, you know, maybe they're not being very nice or very kind or whatever the situation is. But if you look at it as a chance for you to figure out where you still need healing, then that is a great gift that that person is giving you. So if you look at it like that, it's much, it's a much better perspective than blaming, right? Why did he do that? Why did he do that? (laughs) (laughs) Why is this happening to me? Instead of why is this happening to me? It's what do I need to learn from this? Yes, exactly. Exactly. And there's so we can learn so many things from our body and our symptoms, our signs and everything that's going on in our body. We can learn so much Mm -hmm. and we are going to go into this a little deeper when we come back from our break. And so please stay tuned for more with Lisa Cizak. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Are you a woman suffering from chronic back pain due to a work-related injury? Women in emergency services, police, fire, medical, and healthcare run the risk of back injuries due to the intense physical demands of their job. Tune into Healthy Spine, Happy Life which focuses on holistic and natural alternatives to healing back pain, such as energy medicine, functional nutrition, qigong, aromatherapy, and more. Join host Dr. Kay Fontana and her guests for their discussions centered around proven practices that will change the course of back pain into vibrant health and energy without medication or surgery. Healthy Spine, Happy Life, Fridays at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. 
Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to Healthy Spine, Happy Life. If you have questions for Dr. K or her guests, join us on the show at 866-472-5792. That's 866-472-5792. Now, back to the show with K. Welcome back to Healthy Spine, Happy Life. I'm Dr. K Fontana, the Healthy Spine Coach, and we're here with Lisa Cezak. So, Lisa, um, What advice would you give women who numb out with food or alcohol to avoid pain? So in those cases, I tell women, what is it? Ask yourself, what is it I actually need in this moment? Right. Because I guarantee you it's not binge watching some crazy show on Netflix or it's not, you know, eating an entire pizza or drink. A lot of my women are, it's like wine, right? They want like wine at night. Mm-hmm. And I ask them like, what is it you actually need in that moment? Cause it's not whatever it is you're about to do. And usually a lot of times it's boredom. A lot of times it's cause it's quiet. All of a sudden the house is quiet at night and they're thinking, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like our thoughts will make us crazy. So it's really about like, honoring what you actually need in that moment and how you're actually feeling like being honest with yourself. That's my number one rule with the women I work with is honesty, integrity with yourself, not Mm -hmm. me. Right. But with yourself. Okay. Maybe you got into a fight with your husband or you had a really stressful day at work, or, you know, you're worried about someone, you know, you love is really sick and it's about honoring those feelings And again, it's always going back to the body, right? Mm -hmm. Like, where are you feeling that in your body and sending it love? Just like we did, you know, in the peace process with you, Mm -hmm. it's the same thing. It's allowing your, not being afraid of your feelings. I feel like a lot of us are afraid of our feelings. We're not afraid of the actual situation we're in. It's how we're going to feel about it Mm -hmm. because we're emotional creatures. Yes. And feelings can be very painful, no matter what the feeling is. Right. And you want that to go away. It's like, no, I got to numb out. I got to do this. I got to do that. Or people will numb out by distracting themselves. In other words, like the phone, that's a big thing I help women with. Like say they're in some kind of pain, right? They're scrolling. They're on TikTok till three in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh. Which exacerbates the physical pain that they're in because then they're not getting sleep and that exacerbates the emotional pain. And it's like this crazy cycle that they get themselves into. And then they're eating and then they're gaining weight and then they're getting, they're in a lot of pain because then they have extra weight on their body. Mm -hmm. It's it's going down that rabbit hole I talk about. So just honoring your feeling, like, what do I really need? Let's be honest here. What do I need? Do I need to call a friend? Do I need to, you know, meditate? Do I need to take a bath? Do I need to just send myself some love and grace and allow myself to feel what I'm feeling right now? That is so, that is so awesome. When you're mentioning, um, just piggybacking off of what you're saying about being on their phone Mm -hmm. is, 
you know, not only is, you know, things like um, games or Facebook or TikTok or whatever, you know, they're highly addictive. Mm -hmm. You know, people get in this, go down the rabbit hole. And I mean, I've caught myself doing that on Facebook, you know, Mm -hmm. reaching out to a friend and then I see somebody else and then (laughs) it just turns into this endless cycle. It's like, okay, stop, you know, just stop it now. But not only is it addicting because you can get down this rabbit hole, but, but being on a cell phone and being on electronics is terrible for your posture. And, mm-hmm. and we're finding that, you know, kids that are on, you know, because nowadays every child has a cell phone and they're on it constantly. And if you walk in, you know, through the grocery store, you see people texting on their phone and what posture do they have when they're texting mm-hmm. is, I mean, this is completely off track, but I just, mm-hmm. but there's so many uh, layers to, to electronics. And not mm-hmm. only is it addicting, it's, you know, it's a way for people to escape, but it's also adding problems to posture. So I know oh, that's no. way off no. track, but that- no, it's not actually, it's to- it's not, it's actually on track completely because one of the things that I tell my women is stand up as though, cause they come to me, they want to lose weight. And I say, walk around the world as though you're already the weight that you want to be at. That's right. Beautiful. Suck your abs in. pull your shoulders back, put your head up high, walk as though you already are. And not just the weight you want to be at walk as though you already have the posture of the woman that you are saying every day, I wish I could just be like this. I wish I could just be like this. And I say, be her in the moment. And it starts with posture. And I know I told you this already, but on the posture thing, when I was with my trainer and I had lost 80 pounds and he sent me out to run. And then all of a sudden he said, stop, stop. And I was like, okay, great. I'd gladly stop running because I hate running. And he said, stop running like you still weigh 226 pounds. I was like, what? He said, I was still running like I was 80 pounds heavier because of that. And then he told me, even with the posture thing, he said, and your posture is still that of someone who has an extra 80 pounds on her body. Oh, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. Did so, that change the way you ran? Did, oh, did yeah. you say it changed the you, way I did everything? Did you with the way I sat up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did I had to because I, I was like, okay, like I got my shoulders back, my head is up, <laughs> my stomach was sucked in as much as I could. I'm like, okay, like this. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah, I think the posture, and that's something, I don't know, growing up, I always heard that from my grandma, you know, sit up straight. Cause I was really tall. I had a growth spurt. So I got tall. I was taller than any of the boys in school. And so I would slouch over all the time because I was embarrassed. And it was my grandma that always said, you stand up tall and proud, pull those shoulders. She was always on my case about it. I feel like we, we've gotten away from that, you know, we're not telling kids stand up straighter, you know, stop staring at your phone all the time. Like what you were talking about. Cause then they walk around like that. Like yes. they're all slouched over right. and then back pain. Right. Yes, exactly. I mean, all kinds of neck pain, yeah. headaches, Absolutely. all of that. Yeah. It all, it's all intertwined. Now, um, 
Now, have you ever told your clients not to work out or exercise? So I do. I say, stop working out. Stop exercising. I say, train. And they're like, what? I said, yes, because working out has a negative connotation, right? It just isn't Mm -hmm. like, of course, it's not motivating. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. and work out. That sounds horrible. (laughs) Or even exercise. Right. I tell them to train. I tell them to train to be, you're training for life is what you're doing, right? Because the gym is a metaphor for life. How, how, what you do in the gym and how you do anything in life is how you do everything in life. So if you cheat yourself in the gym, right? Like you're kind of just not really honoring your body, not doing things, you know, the way you know you could be doing them, just sort of letting yourself off the hook, you'll do that outside of the gym also. You mm-hmm. know, athletes, they don't train. I mean, they don't exercise. They don't work out. They train for their sport. So I help my women figure out what their sport is. Like, what is your sport that you're training for? Is it that you want to feel at peace in your life, at peace in your body? Do you want to feel confident in your body? Whatever it is, they have to figure out their sport. I get them into an athletic mentality, an athlete mentality, because I believe everyone has an athlete inside of them. Mm-hmm. I was a gym class loser, seriously. <laughs> I, <laughs> <do>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> when I first became a personal trainer, my family, my brothers were like, a what? <laughs> you? <laughs> I said, listen, no one is more shocked than I am that I'm actually a personal trainer. But it's because of that, like I challenge women, even like physically, even if they are in pain, you know, physically in pain, because they all are right. It's not easy. So I teach them to train, meaning move your body in a way that honors it for that day. So like, say you don't get enough sleep the night before, well, you're not going to go lifting, you know, the heaviest weights you've ever lifted or go running miles. Maybe you'll do yoga or stretching or deep breathing. You're doing something to move your body in a way that honors it each day. That's how I tell them to approach it. I say, get the workout and the exercise words out of your brain. We're not doing that anymore. And they, they get all excited at first. I was like, no, you're not working out and you're not exercising. <laughs> and they said, you're the best trainer ever. <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) I love that. I love that to train instead of exercise. Mm -hmm. I love that and train your body to do what, what's best for them. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. I'm going to do that. (laughs) Honor your body. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, because that's how we set ourselves up for failure. And that's why so many people, you know, they embark upon these exercise programs, right? Right. Whatever these challenges and all this crazy stuff, or they say, you know, the new year's coming out, new year's, I'm going to join the gym. I'm going to go every day at 5am and kill myself. in the gym, <laughs> And, and then they last work. for two weeks. <laughs> right. And that's why it's because they're not honoring their body. They're pushing their body past the limits of what they're, they're not respecting their body and what their body is telling them. And so when we start really listening to our body, that's when everything changes. And you can actually, now you might not always enjoy your training session. You still might have to push yourself mentally say, Mm -hmm. okay, 
you know, I'd rather lay in bed under the warm covers than go into the cold car and get into the gym or whatever, but you'll never regret it after you move your body ever. If you listen to your body and move it in a way that honors it. That's great. I love that. Mm -hmm. Now, what is the first step that women can take to finally lose all the weight forever with you? They have to claim their I am. Whatever follows I am is coming looking for you. So you talked about this, Kay, with your listeners, right? If you walk around saying, I'm so sick, you're going to feel more sick. Right. If you walk around saying, I'm so tired, or even if you're focused on your pain, you're going to feel mm-hmm. more pain. The mm-hmm. more you focus on your back pain, your knee pain, hip pain, you're going to feel it more. So I again, we're changing their brain to a new familiar, and they need to claim their I am. It's their North Star that's going to guide every thought, action, decision, behavior, and person they allow into their life. So say they're having a thought, right? Say there's, so I just have a new client that just signed up with me and her I am is I am competent because she wasn't feeling competent in her life. And so now every thought she has, she's saying, okay, is that, is that a thought that someone competent would think or an action she's about to take? She would say, is this demonstrating competency by taking this action? And that's how she goes about her day. Like every second of her day, is now spent with that North Star of I am competent in her mind. You see, we don't, it's not about the scale. I don't put them on the scale. I don't give them a meal plan. That will come, but not at first, mm-hmm. right? Because they have to go deeper. They have to figure out what is it that they're really after. And even if they say to me, I want to lose 80 pounds, I say, okay, but what's that going to do for you? Why do you want to lose 80 pounds? Right. And we keep right. digging deeper. And usually it's something like, well, I want to feel confident naked. That's a big thing with the women I work with, right? Uh-huh. I want to feel confident, confident naked in front of my husband or with the lights on. And that's what we do. So that's much better than like just focusing on a number on a scale. That's excellent. That's focusing on their why. What is their mm-hmm. why? Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yep. So how can our listeners get in touch with you? They can listen to my new podcast, The Potty Mouth Preacher, or they can just simply go to lisacizak.com and that tells them about everything they need to know about me. All right. And that is L-I-S-A-C-E-I-Z-Y-K.com. Yes, exactly. Yep. Thank you, Dr. K. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's perfect. Thank you so much, Lisa. You have been a joy to be with today. Um, I love what you do. It is so powerful, so meaningful, and women can benefit from what you do. It's just, you are a tremendous gift. Thank you, Dr. K. It's been a pleasure being on here. Like I said, I feel like I can talk to you for hours. (laughs) I know I can too, but thank you so much. And thank you everyone for joining Healthy Spine, Happy Life. This is Dr. K Fontana. Um, We will talk to you next week. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Healthy Spine, Happy Life. We hope today's show has helped you learn to manage your back pain or help heal it. Tune in next week for more proven methods. Until then, have a fantastic week.